Welcome to Lester the Nightfly. This is Lester the Nightfly Live here on WERB Radio. It's a Saturday. It's noon and it's time to focus on music. Every week it's different. In this case, we're going to the opera. We're going to explore vocal music from a variety of young and well-established stars today, all in light of recent conversations I have had with the good people at the Giulio Gari Foundation. I've learned all about this wonderful organization very recently, and in fact, am very excited about events coming up that I will cover that are going to happen in May here in New York, where we hear wonderful artists from all over the world compete for prize money. <laughs> A lot of money is at stake, and these folks are coming from far and near to compete and get that money. These are singers and they're all, you know, in there for the moolah and the recognition and the uh, glory of competing in a very, very prestigious competition. This happens at the beginning of May and I'm going to cover it for this show. But in the time before the actual competition, we get to focus on some of the past winners and some of their wonderful music. And there's some really notable singers that have won the Giulio Gari competition. I have for you today that music, some of it, and I also have interviews with Donald Levine, Mary Pinto, and Giulio Gari's wife, Gloria Gari. And we're going to hear those in between some of this beautiful music. Let's kick it off with really one of my favorite singers of all time. Her name is Isabel Leonard. She's a Gari competition winner, and she has a beautiful voice. Let's prove it right here and right now.
That's the lovely voice of Brian Himmel. The music by Hector Berlioz, the opera, The Damnation of Faust. Of course, Brian Himmel is a Gary competition winner. Prior to that, we heard Isabel Leonard. What a glorious voice that is, right? That was called Granada, arranged for soprano and guitar. The guitarist is Sharon Isbin, the record Alma Española, and that was from 2017. And now let's listen to a little bit of my interview with Gloria Gari from the Giulio Gari Foundation about her husband and the foundation itself. Well, when I met Giulio, he was a leading tenor at the New York City Opera. In Romania, his family were all professionals and wanted him to become a doctor or a lawyer, you know, the family of Europe. And he just packed up and went to Italy to sing. He wanted to sing opera. And he studied. I know he went over to Budapest and sang. And uh, he had three jobs in Italy to support himself because the family disowned, actually disowned him, like didn't want anything to do with him because he just ran away from home to sing. He found a teacher, worked for about two years, and it was very difficult to get an audition. He was a young, a young singer and whatever. And he started to sing on the street, and the, he saw the opera director on the balcony in, in Teatro Reale. He said to do, come tomorrow, come tomorrow. And uh, he went in tomorrow, there was a bunch of conductors sitting there, and he sang, and they hired him, mostly to cover roles, because he'd never sang an opera before. And uh, I understand that Tito Schipa got sick, and he jumped in and made headlines. And then he sang there and got leading parts, and NBC heard him and brought him over to the United States. He sang with a quartet, all-male quartet, very famous quartet. Four guys traveled all over the United States. In fact, I have pictures of him getting on the plane and singing, and NBC gave him the job. He auditioned at the Metropolitan Opera I have a recording of that. He did the aria from Tosca. And they wouldn't take him because he wasn't a citizen. But then the army, they drafted him. That was right before the war. And he was in the army for about four years. He sang for the troops all over. He traveled and sang. And when he came out, on 57th Street, he met a, a conductor that knew him, Maestro Lasso Halash. He's a from Hungary, and he originated the New York City Opera. He got a job with Army of the War Information, and he told Halas he's no longer going to sing after he came out of the Army. He's had it. He said, no, no, I just want you to come up and, and sing. I'm doing the world's premiere of the Amelia Goes to the Ball, and uh, I want you to sing it in English, well, to sing the opera. And he says, and Halash himself, after when we, I got to know him personally, uh, said, and Julius says, but he, I don't speak English very well. You know, I have an accent, maestro, and I can't do an English opera world premiere. He says, I will teach it to you. And he said, oh, maestro, your English is worse than mine. <laughs> He just came, he was just that type of man to say what he felt like saying the truth. He went there and got headlines, and then he hired him to the New York City Opera when it first started. And he did all major tenor roles for years. And then the Metropolitan Opera approached him. 
And then I think in 52, I think it was 52, he told me, I wasn't around at the time, and um, the, the opera again approached him being himself. At, I think it was Bing at the time, yeah. And he went over there and to sing at the major house to, to, to audition. And they, he had all the conductors sitting around and they, they said, what do you want to sing and with whom? And he made his debut with Licia Albanese at the time. memorial concert for Julia when he passed away at Merkin Hall and all his colleagues, former colleagues, colleagues, they all came from all over to, to honor him. I got to know um, Steve DeMeo through Lice told Steve to call me up. He was the head of the foundation of the Puccini Albanese and then they told me I had to start a foundation. Albanese was in it and Steve DeMeo and all of Eleanor Ross, all his wonderful singer colleagues. It's a wonderful competition, I think. We discovered voices from all over the world. I could never have a chance to sing. They come to the United States. <clears throat> we change many lives. Of course, that's the voice of Gloria Gari. A little bit about the foundation, how it started, and her husband, Julio. And uh, that was, of course, prior to that, the voice of Julio. Gary, what an incredible voice that is. Really coming to us from an age past. She references Rudolf Bing in those comments. I mean, one of the founding fathers of the Metropolitan Opera. This is opera royalty, truly. It's so fun to have Gloria's voice on our program. Let's move on with some more music from contest winners from the Giulio Gari Foundation. How about some Donizetti? with Angela Mead. Mm-hmm. 
L'hôtel de ville, il sera pour un nouvel impôt qu'à la Flandre il demande et que paiera que mon nation flamande, car c'est pour notre seul un grand homme, un héros, un ami d'Islam, un ami des impôts, au duc d'Albe. As-tu donc quelque demande à faire Qu'assis sur son passage, on te voit à genoux. À genoux, moi, devant le bourreau de mon père. Ah, par grâce, mon trépoux, chacun se l'aspecte utile à s'aguinaire. C'est Or ce peuple tremblant craint d'être frappé, rien qu'en le excited about this competition. That was the voice of Michael Fabiano, contest winner. Prior to that, Angela Mead. Holy moly, these are beautiful voices. Let's go on to another piece of my interviews with the folks from the Giulio Gari Foundation. This is the accompanist, a really crucial part of the competition. Her name is Mary Pinto. So I got involved about five or six years ago by the beloved Steve DeMeo, who has uh, since passed within the last year, sadly enough, who was Licia Albanese's right-hand person and who started many of these foundations. 
I knew Steve through some other connections with an opera company. I'm involved with artistically uh, Opera at Florham, and he invited me to come play a few days of the competition for Gloria's foundation five or six years ago. And through that, I met Gloria and got to know her on a personal level and realized how what amazing work she does and how much love is infused in what she does when she sits and listens to 300 singers in a week. I wanted to be part of that and thankfully within this last year she asked me to become part of the board which I was so thrilled and honored to do and this year for the first year actually I guess this is the second year 2019 as well I played all of the days of the competition and the finals. I started piano at quite a young age. My mom was an opera singer in New York City and by the time she'd had the children, she'd stopped singing formally. But she had a piano in the house, and um, I started at five. She wouldn't let me start till kindergarten until I could read, you start to sort of read what was on a page so I could read, you know, musical notes. And she got me into a program in high school during, the, actually in college, during the summer with John Wissman, who was my teacher and mentor, and he was Luciana Pavarotti's pianist for 15 or 20 years. So I did a summer school program with him and loved working with him so much and went and got my master's degree with him. Growing up, I had to sight read a piece of music every day when I was practicing, starting in five or six years old. I wasn't allowed to go back and fix anything. I had to learn to read a page. Whatever mess I made, I continued. And that's what I love about this kind of competition work because majority of the repertoire you might know, but on occasion you have to make something out of something for someone that's worked for years on this piece. And, and that's the greatest joy and challenge of it all. Angela Mead had an enormous career. Um, Michael Fabiano, also a huge name in the world of opera, but some pretty big people that have come from the Met and that they're in contact with. And also they give, they give back to the Gari, they support them, and I love that fact too. A lot of the singers will support the fact that they've been part of this you know, organization. I just want as many people to apply to sing for this competition because our deadline is not finished. So I want people to get out and apply, and I want people to come support in financial ways, whatever they can give to these singers who desperately post-COVID need the help.
down Bunny and Clyde. As the bullets shook the car, they looked in each other's eyes, said we had a good run. But if this is how we die, we know the Lord, not the sin alone, not the sinner. We had lots of fun, but the Lord, not the sinner. That's a little piece of Terrence Blanchard's Fire Shut Up in My Bones from this most recent fall season at the Met. And of course, it included a contest winner from the Gari Foundation vocal competition. Amani Cole Felder from the 2019 competition was in the ensemble this past fall. Let's continue our journey through competition winners with Sylvia DeRamo. Bids you look to unnatural causes. There be 
No unnatural causes here. Uncle, the common is packed with people chattering of warlocks and witches. You best go out and deny it yourself. And what do I say? What do I say? That I found my daughter and niece dancing in the forest like heathen. Uncle, we did dance and did the sing her songs. But there, outside, they're speaking of witchcraft. It is not witched. Abigail, you've not opened with me. What did you in the forest? We did And when you leaped so quick from the bush, Betty took fright, and she fainted. That's what happened. And Tittable waving her arms on the fire, screeching and gibbering. What of that? What of that? And the dress on the grass. I and someone running naked through the trees. No, no, no one was naked. Abigail, I have enemies. And obey me, and now you bring corruption to my doorstep and compromise my very character. Child, I have given you bed and board and the clothes upon your back. Now I must have the truth before I leave this room. My ministry is at stake. Can you do you understand? So give Upright answer. Why did good Proctor discharge you from her service? She comes but rarely now to church. She will not sit so close to something soiled. She says, What meant she by that? That bitter woman.
And now just a little bit of my interview with Donald Levine from the Giulio Gari Foundation. I've been involved with the foundation since it started in 2003. Young singers have a hard time. It's, it's very, uh, it's, it's uh, time intensive and it's money intensive. Uh, the old days where a teacher would find a fabulous voice and say, I have to teach this person whether they can afford it or not, doesn't exist anymore. The best teachers get a lot of money. It's not just singing, they have to learn how to sing, they have to learn language, they have dramatic coaches, they work with people like Mary who's a musical coach and uh, teaches them the music and accompanies people and the money helps. We set up days for auditions. We have a certain amount who come in, they audition. As they're auditioning, the judges are grading them. At the end of the day, when, it, when it's finished, the judges uh, get together and they decide who is going to be invited to the finals for each day. And the singers who are invited to the finals, are they're, they're given a phone call, they're told about it, so they have to be around until Thursday. And that's basically how it's done on Thursday. You get the winners from the first three days, the ones who qualified to be in the finals. And then we have the finals, and the finals pick the overall winners. We have uh, prize winners, we have uh, grant winners, and we have encouragement award winners. And it's a, it's a scale from 10,000 for the uh, first prize down to 500 apiece for the grants.
first really notable winner it was Young Hoon Lee 2005 he's had a major career at all the big opera houses all over the world he's actually going to be back at the Met at the end of the month singing Kala uh, Fenturandot then we had Michael Fabiano in 2006 major major career he has sung at every major opera house in the world then in 2007 Angela Mead major major career she has sung all over the world been in the been at the Met since uh, 2008 then we had Isabel Leonard who is a major career major career uh, Brian Emel again another major career he has sung at all the major opera houses of the world He's going to be in Santa Fe this summer with Michael and Isabel and uh, Sylvia DeRamo, who was one of our 2019 winners. She's going to be singing Michaela in Carmen, in, uh, and she's already been at the Met in little roles, but she's get, starting next year, she'll be get some bigger roles. We've had some impressive names. Stephen Labrie, one of our baritone winners, uh, just got the best gig of his life. Uh, one of the, unfortunately, uh, one of the guys at, in Il Divo passed away from COVID in December. So they needed a baritone. And I think, I think his manager, Ken Benson, had something to do with it. But they, they lucked on to Stephen, who's got a fabulous voice.
me abandones así Hablando solo de ti Devuélveme la pasión de tus brazos one of the top smaller foundations in the United States. Obviously, there is a level above us where you're talking about millions of dollars of support that we can't match. And that's basically the Metropolitan Opera Auditions, uh, the Cardiff, BBC Cardiff Singer of the World, uh, the Francisco Vinas in Spain, which is supported by the Spanish Royal Family, and uh, Opera Elia, which is Placido Domingo's things. Those are the four biggies. We provide an outlet and a, a uh, venue for young, young singers to become known. Je n'entends que le bruit de mes pas Chassons une terreur secrète Devant le seuil, malgré moi je m'arrête Je 
That's our story for this show today on Saturday here on WERB. This has been Lester the Nightfly. This is your host, PJ Ewing. Lester the Nightfly live here on WERB. It's always different. You never know what you're going to get. And I'm so pleased that you could listen to some beautiful music and learn about this Giulio Gari Foundation. The actual competition is in May, May 9, 10, 11, 12. Then the final performances are uh, on the 15th, the Sunday afternoon. It's going to be really amazing. You can learn all about this thing if you want to donate or you want to get involved in some productive way. It is juliogari.org. That's G-I-U-L-I-O, Julio, and then the last name, G-A-R-I, juliogari.org. Learn all about it right there. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I will be reporting back from that event and I will be interviewing some of the contest winners and that kind of thing as the, the summer goes on. So this has been PJ Ewing. Thanks for listening. We'll finish off with some more William Tell from Rossini. And then you're off to Afrosonic Taxi right after this. <laughs> Je viens à vous voir pour la dernière, pour la dernière, pour la dernière. J'entends des cris d'alarme. Ce sont mes compagnons, je les vois à courir. has been a PJ DJ production.